Hi, this is Norm Duke. You're listening to Above180.com with Tim Bird and Joey Serrar. This is Lee from BowlerX.com. If you're looking for the best prices and service after the sale on the Internet for bowling balls, shoes, bags, and accessories, come check out BowlerX.com. We carry products from all the major manufacturers. All in-stock orders ship out to you the same day. And best of all, we ship your items fully insured for free. That's right. We don't charge for shipping on any item we sell. Look for BowlerX.com at the 2012 USBC Open Championships in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. In conjunction with the event, we will be awarding one lucky winner with a $500 gift certificate, good for anything we carry. Simply go to www.bowlerx.com between February 10th and June 30th, 2012 to register. We'd also like to congratulate John Tassano of Seabeck, Washington, who was the winner of our $750 Brunswick Arsenal giveaway. John walked away with four high-performance balls from Brunswick and a KR Strikeforce four-ball roller bag. BowlerX.com is the online bowling superstore and a proud sponsor of Above180.com. Looking for some added competition? Having a hard time finding a tournament in your area? Tired of all the added expenses in traveling to a tournament? VirtualTournaments.com was designed to allow bowlers to use their league scores towards a national tournament. VirtualTournaments.com has multiple divisions available, along with brackets and high-game side pots. Visit VirtualTournaments.com today for information. VirtualTournaments.com. Real bowlers, real scores, real money. Above180.com. Taking your bowling game to the next level. Tim Berg and Joey Serrar are ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews and coaching to drilling layouts. Now, from Washington, D.C. and the Bowler's Pro Shop in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, here are your hosts, Tim Berg and Joey Serrar. Covering the U.S. Open in North Brunswick, New Jersey, I had a chance to sit down and chat with Chris Schlemmer. Now, Chris recently was named the marketing manager for Rotogrip, and prior to that, for the last 10 years, he's been the tour consultant for Storm and Rotogrip. So Chris is a guy who goes around and helps the bowlers out uh, during the tournament. Uh, Chris is a guy you also see on TV helping the, the pros get lined up from time to time. Taking over Chris's responsibilities is going to be Del Ballard, who we hope to get on a podcast as well coming up here shortly. But right now, I thought we'd take this opportunity, speak a little bit to Chris about some of the latest and greatest equipment from Storm and Rotogrip, and then also talk about what he does and how uh, a PBA consultant really helps bowlers, helps the pros take their game to that next level. First off, you're out here with Del Ballard. You guys are, are walking. I, I've seen you guys on one end of the house, all the way at the other end of the house. Tell, tell the Above180.com listeners, what are you guys doing for the Storm and Rotogip staffers? Well, the key, um, and obviously, is trying to help the bowlers. I mean, obviously, they're bowling their game. They're trying to stay in tune with what, you know, pair-to-pair. Um, as many people, that have, if they've come to participate or come to watch here at the U.S. Open, um, what you see come Sunday afternoon on ESPN is the barely scratches the surface you know when me and Dell and, and other reps from other companies are walking back and forth you know we're trying to line our guys up because pair to pair in this building um, it just happens to be that um, obviously there's installs that came in different segments so some of the lanes play different than others so you have to know you're going to this section of lanes you got to play the lanes a certain way with this type of ball also you have to factor in which players were ahead of you was it a high river guy or a straight type of guy how the lanes are breaking down and really the transitions happen so often that it's good to have like myself and Dell having two guys here because we can go back and forth to opposite ends of the building and say, hey, you guys are going to this pair next. Here's what we're seeing. Here's what so-and-so had ahead of you. Just kind of almost like a scouting report, you know, giving them a heads up of, hey, 
you know, something changed, you know, keep doing, it's like, keep doing what you're doing, or hey, here's what I saw, you know, keep this in mind if you go to the pair, if it's not what you were doing before, if you're, you know, if you're playing fourth arrow uh, with this ball, you know, maybe look to go to like 12 with this ball, you know, just kind of, you know, help them keep their eyes open, because, you know, it's the U.S. Open, it's a, it's a demanding pattern, and it's really tough for, you know, it's shot to shot is, is very mentally draining on these guys, so having us here kind of helps them get through that. So talk about, for someone who's never bowled the U.S. Open, uh, maybe they've seen the pattern online, went to pbay.com, and saw the pattern. What is what is the uh, thing that you could try to relate it to or try to help a bowler try to explain this? Because like you said, they're going to watch on, uh, on TV, right, right. and the scores are going to be lower, I would guess. Yeah, um, you would think they're going to be a little bit yeah. lower. And I know the one thing you hear even when you overhear people at leagues, oh, I could have shot a 180 and been on TV. But talk about what it's like to bowl on something like this. Um, and what makes this pattern different, um, and actually this year's U.S. Open was even more different. Um, this is actually a new pattern. Um, they actually changed the volumes and the length. So the pat- U.S. Open pattern used to be around 41 feet. This year it's 43 feet. So it's a little bit longer in length. Um, but the volume changed. And with the volume change and obviously the lane surface here, what we've come to realize is that the friction in the mid lane is kind of showing up a little bit differently. And what that means is if you've not been able to experience it, when you've got a little bit longer pattern, a little bit flatter, you'd have a tendency to see more hook in the mid lane. You know, you normally, if you're a traditional league bowler playing second arrow, some of the lanes, the ball actually hook on second arrow. But there's some of these pairs where if you play second arrow, your ball is going to miss the head pin to the right. You're going to hit the three, six in the face. But then what's different about this because the pattern is flatter, if you make your normal move where you move like your feet two boards and your eyes two boards, on some of these pairs here, you can actually miss the head pin left because of the friction in the lane surface. The ball picks up so fast. And so that's why we see a lot of guys here. You see some guys are now playing straighter. Um, you know, guys are able to jump out and play like 6-7 board straighter, even though it's a longer pattern, um, because there's some lanes that have more friction, so the ball comes around the pattern. But so other guys are going the exact opposite. They see the friction and they move, move, move. Well, next you know, they're already playing, you know, fourth arrow, trying to jam it. You know, back to towards uh, trying to almost playing fallback, going from fourth arrow across and trying to get the ball to the outside of the three pin to let it just kind of lay there and stop. Um, so it really depends on how you throw it. Um, again, who you're bowling with. You know, there's a lot of high rev rate guys, and obviously, as we all know, high rev rate guys fairly, do normally fare well here at the US Open. But if you look at the last number of champions with Norm Duke and Pete Weber and all the guys and, and Mika and Barnes and all these guys, most everyone plays straight when it comes to showtime. And that's just because of the evolution of the pattern and, you know, when you get less things going on by the time you get the TV pair set up. So it ultimately ends up being a different tournament, you know. We get the, you know, we've already had 18 games of qualifying and then eight more today, so 24, and then we're going to have 24 games of match play. So 48 games, and then by the time you get the TV pair, it's like, okay, Shut everything down, and now we're starting a new tournament. You know, and that's literally how it goes. Chris, the next thing I want to bring up, you mentioned a key point there of, of lining people up off who they bowl with or who they're crossing in front of or in front of them or, or however. Yesterday watching bowlers, I, I caught someone who was crossing with someone who throws a backup ball. Mm-hmm. Now, like you said, people here were getting in, 5-6-0, lofting the left gutter cap. Mm-hmm. Does that ha- that has to play a part in if you're crossing with someone that who's taking a, a backup ball. Well, and ultimately, you look at a backup ball as uh, it's just another style of bowling. It's as if you have a left-hander on the pair. And obviously, looking at the scores, and you can look at the scoreboard, uh, the left-handers, uh, they battled this week. Uh, they, they hung around. Um, 
but they always seem to have a little bit of a struggle because the right-handers move in so fast, you know, so the lines get crossed up. You know, the lefties normally play straight, and as soon as you get the righties in on top of them, so the set-down areas end up crossing paths, and in some pairs, you end up with the same set-down area for a left-hander or a right-hander, and that could cause the ball to hook early, it could cause the ball extra skid, so it kind of cre creates headache for both, both sides of the lane. So I guess the best way to describe what you and Dell are doing is you guys are almost like the crew chiefs. You're the, the guys on the lane are the bowlers. They're they're just focused on watching the lane. The people you guys are running and saying, hey, you're going to want to watch this on 29 and 30. You're going to watch this all the way through. Yeah, it's and and really that's a good way to describe it. Crew chief. Um, I like to refer to it also as like uh, almost like a. A hitting instructor in baseball, um, because obviously you look at a baseball team, you've got a manager and you got a hitting instructor and stuff like that, some of your specialties. Um, and in this case, you know, like me and Dell, we do the same thing. You know, we walk up and say, hey, you know, what's going on? Are you, is it ball reaction? Is it you? And there's sometimes where it's not even the bowling ball. It's just that you know, maybe their push away got the wrong spot or maybe they, they don't have their feet and their eyes in the right spot. So we're just like, hey, you know, you're, physically you're doing this. How do we correct it? You know, we got to be able to help see from this perspective how do we fix them while they're trying to perform out here in lanes? You guys are very high in the defiant. Yes. Uh, can you talk about uh, what what? Because that, that ball is for everyone. Uh, it, Absolutely. It, talk about what that ball does. That's different. It's unique. It is the unique. core is unique to, to any other bowling ball that yeah. Roto and Storm have came up with. Yeah. The, the new Paragon core is something. To be honest with you, it's something that we've been in development for. Uh, the ball's actually been in development for over two years. Um, developing that core, we had huge success years ago, uh, a handful of years ago with a cell. Uh, everyone remembers that ball, how great it was and how it rolled for everyone. And um, in studies of you know research and development, we, we've always known that there has to be a way to create a ball and keep it in constant motion. And in development of the Paragon core, what we found is by all the different ellipses and all the little shapes, the, uh, the different planes on that core, there's actually 64 planes on that core. So what happens is once the core starts in motion, normally when a, a ball, you know, whether you got a mass bash ball or whatever it may be, when the ball spins up and changes direction, it sometimes, most of the time stops. Well, what's unique about this core is when it finds its next migration, it actually goes to another plane, so it doesn't stop. So there's no stop. It, like you said, it's for anyone. Um, it doesn't matter if you drill it strong, drill it weak, um, high ref player, low ref player. The ball rolls and keeps rolling for any style of player. So, really, uh, with me being the, the new marketing manager for Rotogrip, I like to call this like the next generation sell. And people that have gotten it, you know, it's on Facebook, and we've already had unbelievable amounts of honor scores. Um, people are like, oh my gosh, I throw it and it, it hooks back, and I can miss a little bit, and it, it, it kind of lays and it rolls, and but it rolls every time. And it not only is it driller friendly, but it's also user friendly because, again, as we all know, we're human beings; we don't throw it the same every time. And so for the shot, sometimes you happen to miss it a little bit off your hand, meaning that you don't quite lift as much with the fingers, or sometimes you lift it a whole lot, the ball still rolls every time. So it is very forgiving, you know, both for the ball driller and the end user. And then moving ahead to the uh, the latest pieces from Storm, too. Yeah. On the Storm side, we actually have the, uh, the newest pieces. We actually have the Crossroad and Modern Marvel. Um, the Crossroad is actually the hybrid version of the Victories. So we have the Victory Road Pearl and Victory Road Solid. Now we have the crossroad. So when what a hybrid means is actually half solid, half pearl on the cover, um, but the exact same core. So best way to explain it is if you drill a solid, a hybrid, and a pearl, all Got the exact same way. The, the, the solid one, the Victory Road solid, would be the earliest. The hybrid's going to skid a little bit further and be more of an arc on the back end, and then the pearl would be more of a skid snap. 
and that's just the differences in the cover stocks. Um, then we also did, did the same thing on, on the, with the Modern Marvel. The Modern Marvel is actually the hybrid version of the Marvel Marvel Pearl, um, which both those balls have been around for a little while. We took the centripetal core, which is a low RG, high differential, early revving core. Again, the Marvel Solid rolled early. The Marvel Pearl was more of a skid snap. Now we have the Modern Marvel. It's fairly, you know, it's pretty clean through the front, but it doesn't snap on the back end. It gives you good heavy roll. Um, and actually, another new ball that uh, Storm is actually about to release is coming out in a few weeks. Um, people are starting to see them out. Uh, uh, staffers have got them, and uh, some of the guys are actually using them here this week as a new Vivid. Um, and that also uh, utilizes nanotechnology. It's a brand new core, brand new cover stock. Um, it's something that, on the Storm side, that with the success of the Nano, the Nano's been great for a couple years. Another, another great ball that, no matter how you throw it, it works and rolls good for you. Um, the Vivid is actually a solid. Um, but it's actually a solid reactive material, so it's a little bit different as far as the one base material compared to the Nano, but it still utilizes nanotechnology. So it's a super aggressive cover, but because of the core design, um, it's not quite as low RG, it's just a little bit higher number-wise, so instead of like a 2.48, which means it's early roll and early revving, uh, the new uh, the core in the Vivid is actually a 2.50. So it's just a little bit more skid, which in turn gives you just a little bit more angle down lane. So if you were to drill a Nano and a Vivid the same way, you'd see the Vivid just a little bit straighter and a little bit more sharper angle down lane. Great talking to you, Chris Lemmer, Marketing Manager for... Rotogrip. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Appreciate it, Chris. We're going to have to have you back on again. Uh, it's very informative. We love, uh, always love talking balls. And uh, all the best of luck and, and uh, continue success with Rotogrip. Thank you. Thank you very much.